I'll see what I can do. Alright, alright. Let's do this thing. I'm gonna cut it at one minute thirty seconds. I'm ready. Welcome to the Happy to Disagree podcast, where a dad and his three sons and the guests almost never agree on sports, politics, pop culture, and everything in between, and they like it that way. What's up, everyone? What is What's up? up? Hola. Happy Tuesday. Who's messing around? Who's eating chips? <laughs> <laughs> Something's crushing. Christian's like a sound Nazi all of a sudden. <laughs> does, yeah. anyone yeah. have, does, does no one hear that? I heard it. I heard it. Sorry, I want this podcast to be as professional as possible. <laughs> I worked hard on the material, and I want it to come across to that to our award-winning listeners as a as a professional production. Okay, I hear we're up for the culture. <laughs> Christian, who elected you producer and the voice of the show? I just want I just want to know who thought it was a good idea to bring their Fritos on the freaking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fritos are awesome. I love Fritos. Fritos are the worst, man. Those are the ones that are the last ones to be eaten. And very, oh, that's uh, so true, Noah. No, that's no true. way. Yeah. Fritos and Cheetos. No. Cheetos, Cheetos are, are first. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, we have got to rate no the chips way. then. Soon we have to have a yeah. chip discussion because yeah. Yeah. that crunchy cheesiness is just... <laughs> Out of this world. Dad, did you sit by yourself in middle school lunch? Uh, no, I took two chairs, though, because I was so fat. Until <laughs> <laughs> you became a, a liberal vegan. I had all my Christian friends. They sat with me, even, I was, even though I was fat and ugly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't think I'd sit with the Frito kid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Fritos are the bomb. You're That's crazy. Only with some chili on them and some cheese. Yeah, exactly. how would you eat a chili pie without Fritos? It's in the name. Uh, Frito Dorito, chili pie. Dorito chili pie. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Yeah, but you can make it called whatever you want. No, America yeah. invented it, and it's called the Frito <laughs> chili pie, and it's delicious. <laughs> so can I eat a chili cheese dog with a bratwurst? Man, I don't know. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Mm. That's a Germany mm. question. It's making yeah, you, making you think. Me, not very much, because my sausage has to be vegan. God, what is that? Is it made out of egg egg roll oil? What are you... Oh, my gosh. That's rough. That was a rough. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, are you, what are those things made out of? Like tofu or seton or black bean, quinoa, all kinds of good natural things that enhance your body and <laughs> add years to your life. Once you have, once you have a steak, because <laughs> I I feel like animal fats are a big reason for the cancer in the world. Mm. Damn, that could be true. I don't know. That's a hot take. Yeah, I think it's like has all of the scientific support ever available. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if, I, if you want to give me credit for a hot take, I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll I'll receive it. I love it. <laughs> All right, everyone. We have a uh, we have a special guest on the podcast today. His name is Nick Serco. Serco. He's also my roommate. Uh, he, he, goes, he goes by many names: Serco, Nick, Nick Serco, roommate, Ginger. <laughs> he has red hair. Uh, he's he's very he's very witty, so he's going to bring the jokes today. Right on. Would you like I'm to introduce to. yourself, Mr. Serco? 
Hi, I'm a tan ginger, um, taller than Christian, and I think that's all that really matters. <laughs> so you're at least 5'7"? <laughs> yeah. Christian's 5'7 on a good day, maybe in some heels. <laughs> when I wear my work boots. So, what's your points of interest? Where are you in life? Are you Have you graduated from college? This is my last semester right now, and then uh, I'm taking a year off to work, and then it's off to grad school. I'm a psych major, so if you guys need some free uh, lessons, let me know, but I can't promise I'm going to help no, at dude, all. We, we, are, hurt. we are all effed up. That's why I know I'm the worst. <laughs> He's helped me through many psychological dilemmas. Oh, yeah. Yep. Did you get that bill in the mail yet, Draco. by the way, Christian? I yeah, immediately <laughs> threw it in uh, my filing cabinet called the dumpster. Go <laughs> Facebook and Google should have done. Honestly. <laughs> All right, so we have a couple of things to talk about today. We gave uh, our listeners some homework, didn't we? Did we give them some homework? Yeah. Well, we all took yeah. the assignments and we invited yes. our listeners so that they could be like on the same page with us when yes. we discuss. It was optional homework. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I told Circo a week in advance to study these specific topics. So if he doesn't bring anything to the show, he's officially banned. I watched half <laughs> the movie. I'll say that much. Yeah. Hey, that's enough. That's yeah, it's enough. enough. It's enough to get uh, your blood boiling. Let's just say I'll, that. Yeah, I'll get into yeah. why later once we start talking about it. <laughs> okay, great. So, no, so we two know. big topics today. Yeah, we, we watched. Uh, we watched. I don't. I'll never get the name right, but I think it's called Inventor Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. Yep, that's uh, it. Okay, it's about the company uh, that was the rise and fall of the company called Theros on HBO. Great documentary. Um, we also got into if we landed on the moon last episode. Uh, so we'd love yep. to touch on more of that. We've uh, done some research, and I, I think. Everyone probably has their opinion now or is more confused than they were before. <laughs> yeah. So either way, it's going to be a great discussion. Um, yes, for sure. And then our last little bit is uh, this guy's running for president. His name is Andrew Yang, and his big platform is Universal Basic Income. Basically, that everyone should get $1,000 a month over the age of 18, every American. Um, so those are our topics for today. So um, anyway, I think that'll take up most of the time if, if we can uh, – play who goose the moose at the end if it doesn't so i got i got i got some <laughs> yeah. daniel's nuggets okay we do we will in the last 10, 10 minutes we'll be uh dedicated to daniel's nuggets that's right awesome all right so what did y'all think <laughs> of uh of the documentary i right. i watched the whole thing because i'm a i'm a loyal fan who wants this to be a uh a professional production but go ahead anyway i, wa- I watched the whole thing as well and just the one thing I noticed about it is the woman's voice. Oh my yes. god! Yes, yes. Can't stand it. That was the most. Like I could not. If it weren't for this podcast, I would turn it off as soon as I heard it. What a voice! Well, some Seriously, people did anyway. So bad. Was I the only one that thought she sounded a bit manly? If you looked away and didn't see her. Oh, and for you just sure. Heard the voice. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of right, course. My first thought was, man, she needs some flonase. Anyone else? <laughs> it's like she had two tissues stuffed up her nostrils and was trying to talk. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, for anyone who hasn't kind of seen it, um, the whole outline is it's kind of like the fire festival. So um, this lady called a Eli- her name is Elizabeth Holmes started this company called Theranos, and they were supposed to 
diagnose a bunch of different diseases with your blood. And her big thing was they're not going to go into your vein. They're just going to finger prick you. And so she built this, um, this uh, box called the Edison that was supposed to test all your blood and make sure that you could, didn't have precursors for any diseases. Anyway, she lied to a bunch of people. It was a huge fraud. Um, kept them on the hook. Even got like big companies like Walgreens involved. Um, and apparently like the Edison was just a big lie and it was a really terrible device. And um, Anyway, it was kind of like the rise and fall of her company. Um, but I, uh, I thought it was weird that she wore, she wore the same thing every day, but it was a black turtleneck. Yeah. It's awful. even in the summer. Well, you heard you use 40% of your mental energy deciding what you pick to wear that day. 40? Yes. That's huge. What? I literally that's just, don't. That's like, it's stupid. Not that that's not you. It's crazy. I'm about to buy I'm about to buy 100 <laughs> white t-shirts. So yeah. You think you could pull that did off? You hear, did you <laughs> Yeah. Did you... <laughs> Only if they're V-neck. <laughs> <laughs> That statistic completely made up, right? I don't know Circle well enough to know if he's BSing or if he really believes that. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, well, I don't know him well enough to know. <laughs> I heard that from my friend who's going to become a doctor. So I, I forty percent seems huge. That means you only get like if I dedicate like five cents worth of energy to what I wear today. That means I only get like eight cents for the rest of the day. I mean, that's. I think my math's kind of effed up there, but it can't be very much. That means you don't have th- much left to think about. <laughs> I think it's in the concept of you're using 40% of, like, your brain power, not using 40% oh, I see. where it runs out for the rest of the day. That makes oh. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So on something on something I- that you should be using, like, 5% of your brain on, you're using 40. Exactly. That makes sense. That makes more sense than, like, you. All right, but did you yeah. – Sorry, did you hear the part that she copied Steve Jobs on that? Like, Steve Jobs is famous. Yeah, so that. that that was one of the big things, is that she was fascinated by the by being in this class of entrepreneurs, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. there were so many times she mentioned Jobs, the Google guys, uh, Zuck, yeah. the Airbnb or, guys. Oracle. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that she claimed to be his illegitimate daughter. <laughs> that's fantastic because he's dead now so we can't figure out that's true dang they should do a dna test she also might be going to jail for like a long time if only we could test uh, your blood with a single drop somehow yeah <laughs> I loved it. I oh, that was so good yes <laughs> um so i i what did y'all think about like the whole documentary in general like, I thought Fire Festival was more entertaining. Yeah, I don't think it was that entertaining. I thought the most entertaining parts were when they were talking about Edison, yeah. honestly. Like, the first yeah. five five or so minutes or something. Like that was Oh, like actual Thomas Edison, not the box? Oh, yeah. yeah like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kill, there's probably other documentaries out there that you could watch on Thomas Edison if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I just thought it was fascinating that I didn't know that story that he had he had told everyone that he had solved the light bulb and then just had no idea how it worked, but then finally actually made his way to getting it to work. Yeah, like, I thought that was yeah. fascinating. So how is that, that different that. from what she did? He succeeded. Yeah, he succeeded. I but think that's like, it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a difference. So why succeeded. is it criminal yeah. if you don't succeed? 
Well, I, I don't know that Edison brought in millions of investor money to and defrauded a bunch of yeah. people out of like millions. No, yeah. okay, but but follow me, okay? So like genius like entrepreneurs, like innovators, like people that push like like uh the Apple guy, uh what's his name? Steve the Steve dead one. Yeah, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. <laughs> yeah he uh like he would tell his engineers he would send them back and like look i need this box to be half the size go make it happen and then he'd go sell it and like his engineers like there's no way possible he kept pushing and he kept having the vision and he made people accomplish the un- unimaginable um because of his vision and because of what he pushed and so that's what it was hard for me it was hard for me to pick up on like what was actually where the line of being deceitful comes in Versus the line of pushing, you know, that genius level uh, entrepreneurship where you're creating something from nothing and making people's efforts amount to, you know, things that they never thought were possible. And, you know, I do know that this girl, she seemed like she was uh, being deceitful, especially when they decided just to send the blood off to like a real blood lab and stuff, but not let people know that's where it was going. So maybe it's when the deceit comes in, but it is hard and it would like so many of her behaviors that seem whack are the same behaviors of a lot of these people that have just been uber successful and have made inventions that change the world. And that's probably what was driving her. So I guess a little bit of my heart went out because I feel like, you know, that's kind of what visionaries do. Yeah. But dad, the, there's a huge rebuttal. She, she gave people these false tests that were not accurate at all. Like so many people thought that they, they had cancer from these tests. <laughs> yeah, and did did you see the syph- did like you see the syphilis so thing? Bad. It was yeah. only like forty percent accurate testing people for syphilis. So like sixty yeah, percent exactly. of people tested were walking around thinking they didn't have syphilis and actually had it. Yeah, like they, it's not even that they like she lied about the process. The results were completely fraudulent. Like they were so, they were just inaccurate and weren't up to standard. Yeah. So it's a huge yeah. It's way different than. Well, it's a medical. And, and it ha- I mean, SMT. Steve Jobs was on a – he was pushing a product. You know, she's unfortunately yeah. pushing something that has to do with uh, human health. But he wasn't risking people – he wasn't risking people's lives. She was risking people's yeah. lives, like their livelihood. And so, like, he was doing it just like his engineers, like make the box smaller. Just make and so crim- <laughs> criminally speaking, she's the, – basically the only thing she did wrong was wire fraud. That's what she's criminally responsible for because of all the investors that wired her money after she lied about certain benchmarks that the company was getting to. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think Edison did that, and I don't think Jobs did that. Like, they actually had benchmarks. Yeah, that's where it becomes deceitful, and that's where she the greed took over. Right. She she misled all these investors that then gave her money. Yeah, I think she was faking it till she made it, but never made it. Basically, she was faking it the whole time. I think the big distinction is that these guys like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Thomas Edison, they have the vision, but they also know the technology behind it, whereas she was just buying Mm. into the vision, whereas she didn't actually understand the technology behind it. Mm. I know Christian's watching Silicon Valley right now, but it reminded me a lot of the Hooli box, which is just this made-up technology box. (laughs) Yeah. And he just keeps pushing it, and he just keeps saying it's going to work, but he has no actual idea if it's going to work or not. (laughs) But he just keeps wanting to put money into it. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't like That's and, exactly and people like. at her company didn't think that she knew the science behind it like 
See, yeah, they, that's, I mean, they said that's what Caleb, they they said ahead, they would ahead. have meetings, and it was all about the engineering of the box, and none of like the science or medicine behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see when well, the even, Yale doctor got Stanford. demoted? When the it was What's the ma- it was the main like blood expert. He was the one of the lead professors at Yale, and he just kept getting pushed down and down the ropes at the company until eventually he didn't even have an office. And like I said earlier, I was just getting so frustrated watching this documentary. Why we're not? Why all these people are watching like these super smart Yale professors, go, and no one's going yeah. alarm saying like, "Oh, we should probably get worried right about now." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that so that's a beautiful segue into. Can we talk about Walgreens and how they just like with little to no evidence put millions i don't know millions but hundreds of these things these theranos tests in their stores it was only in arizona yeah it was only in arizona only in are arizona. you sure i thought they spread further yeah. after that after okay. they initially tested it in arizona possibly i think it was only in arizona oh that's what i remember okay the well, arizona yeah. is one of the few yeah. states dumb enough to get away with something like that yeah they're like hey bring your self-driving cars over here too (laughs) oh too soon bro oh yeah well yeah there's there's been some yeah but they are innovative i guess quote unquote um yeah so that's weird that it's only arizona because walgreens is suing theranos for like 140 million to try to recoup some of their investment it's just weird to me that no one in a huge corporation like that was like, hey, maybe these aren't the real deal. Maybe we should I, test these. I think they knew that, and she just convinced them. Like it said that she yeah. kind of manipulated – not manipulated, but convinced them to just kind of BS their way through it until she figured it out. I thought I remembered that in the yeah. movie. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like now they can look back and like they're like, oh, yeah, that was sketchy. But in the moment, they probably weren't really thinking about it. You know? Yeah, and like that former Eternal General, Etern- yeah, Attorney General's son or grandson or whatever, he was like, yeah, so I'd be in the lab and looking at these test results that are completely false and inaccurate, and then I'd go talk to her about it, and she'd change my mind. I'd be back in it. Like, I'd just hey, it so again, was she just... hot? No. 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 Not at all. Not at all. Definite zero on the binary I would see the- so I heard her talk and like watched her walk and stuff. I'm like, oh no, gross. But then like I would see these pictures of her and like, oh my, I would think, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. I'm like, that's some hell of a photographer going on right there. Yeah. You could take a <laughs> photo. Photoshop. So uh, another yeah. thing was uh, the they had that big. So when the documentary started, it was like she was talking. And then they didn't show her yes. again until like the last two minutes. Yes. That was disappointing. Well, I don't know. I'd rather not hear her talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Yeah. But it, it looked like it I think it looked like they were gonna get like a Billy McFarlane kind of thing where like, you know, it's like asking her all these probing questions. Why'd you do it? Blah blah blah. That would have been yeah, very cool. Like throughout yeah, the whole thing. But the only thing is, well, she would have started is, bullshit though. Yeah, she would have just lied her yeah. ass. Off. She would never tell. The, I know, but that would have. It's probably it's like, probably all in litigation, right? And she can't say anything. Well, that was the same thing with Billy, but he was able to say some stuff, and they kept asking probing questions anyway to try to get like facial reactions or anything, any sort we, of reaction. We need to update on where are they now? Where is that Billy son of gun? He's probably on top of the world. He's. Uh, <laughs> in a six-year sentence in a medium facility in New York, I think. 
Sounds fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they've got tennis and lobster. He's probably uh, he's probably just trying to trying to start another company in there. Yeah, for real. So all- like. I thought HBO does a great job on their documentaries. I did think that Fire Festival was a little bit better, but hell, it was like supermodels in bikinis was the subject matter. Of course, it was going to be a little <laughs> bit more interesting. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, and another thing was like they had that big, uh, they had that big poster or thing on her wall that said, "No, no big needles" or something like that. Do or do not, or get rid of big needles. Oh. And then they started like sticking yeah. people in the vein. In their exactly. veins, dude. When yeah. they thought, like that, when they were scared of needles, they used her company, and then they went in there and they're like, "Oh, actually, we're using a needle." Yeah, and exactly. our test might not be accurate. You might, you might, yeah. you might have syphilis, <laughs> and we'll tell you you don't. But we'll take all your. Yeah. Money, oh, worry. yeah. Here's. Yeah. Just keep. Just. just Did anyone think it was money. weird that you're handed like a menu, of like, like it's like a restaurant? You're handed like a menu of your test. Okay, but that's kind of cool. Like, if that were to be possible, I would love to have a menu like that. Like, if the technology were actually But there, it's like ordering it. the burrito and getting the enchilada plate. You just never know. You didn't know what you were going to get. <laughs> I feel like this I mean, is a yeah, hypochondriac's like wet dream. A hypochondriac's wet dream? Exactly. There were probably people that went in there, like, five or six times a year. Who were like, oh, for like, sure. really, really, like, people that... Like hypochondriacs, exactly. Like people that worry about their health all the time. Like, Why don't we just open up like a regular blood lab where everyone can come do their own stuff? It doesn't well, they, have to be like a one little machine. Well, they have those. The idea was that it's simple and it's a finger prick. Yeah. And you, yeah, you. Because like a lot like... of people are scared of getting venous draws where you have to like put uh, a needle in your yeah. vein. Gotcha. That was the whole thing. And then they actually started doing that. And then they like. Instead of sending the blood the blood samples to the Edison, they started buying other companies' machines and using those. Yes. Like yeah. that's not Steve Jobs. That's not Thomas Edison. That's like Yeah, and then they had to dilute the blood too. Yeah, they diluted yeah, they diluted it. Exactly. Yeah, like Steve Jobs yeah. would never use Samsung parts in his telephones. No, wait. that's not <laughs> that's not wait, what I'm saying. Wait, I'm wait saying, my bad. My I'm bad. Saying, I think they're all Samsung parts. But Steve Jobs would never say that I'm using some proprietary part when he bought it from someone else. Like that's just complete lying. Yeah. And you're misleading shareholders. Like that's that's yeah. fraud. Yeah, he never denied that girl was his daughter for like eighteen years. <laughs> I don't know what that had to do with the company and the phone. He's a bad person. Steve Jobs? He's yeah. dead though. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was bad when he was alive. <laughs> he created something awesome. He yeah, did. He creates a lot. He of did, man. He changed the world. Yeah, he did. Anything else about the documentary? I thought it was a. It was like an hour and forty five minutes of build up, and then fifteen minutes of actually explaining like the yeah. fraud. The fraud. That's precisely part. what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah that's right was. on the nail. They drew it out. Yeah, it's long. like, but. You don't really know where you are in the first hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I was glad I watched it. No, it was it was great. Oh, I enjoyed it. For um, sure. I would I want to know if it can actually be done because that actually truly is a great idea. Well, so yeah. that's what all the the like, designers are saying. Like, hey, this is this is impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no well, in way. The, in, they said in the box, in the small, the size of the box, they said it was impossible. I feel like, yeah. I, yeah. Like if they had a bigger machine, like an eighteen wheeler, like a blood it. lab, <laughs> <laughs> like the Pentagon, a Pentagon, like the blood, like a blood lab, right. like a whole blood. 
No, just like, a, but that will only take that a tiny bit yeah. of blood. Yeah. That's the thing, is that people don't like John. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, My so. question is, why was the film crew filming them in the first place? Okay, so that's a great point. Exactly. Okay. So me and Circo yeah. tried to talk about that the other day. Did was the film in the documentary for like walking around? Was that made during the actual like on that day, or was it reenacted for the documentary? Uh, it. I don't even know. You think it could have just been like public video or something, or so like I know, I know promotional she, videos. And yeah, shit? she said they had a PR like, team that would video her. <clears throat> okay, yeah. I but, would bet that's what it was. But it seems yeah. too good to like. It seemed too documentary made for like some PR firm. You know, it's like it seemed like a documentary well, filmer. Well, so maybe she wanted a documentary about her successful story. Maybe that's what she wanted, and then it just never happened. God, which just only so only able- adds to like the craziness of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so they were able to get that. Like it, it was probably just documentary light because that's what she wanted. She wanted to be successful. I can but- I can hear it now. It's like uh, how y'all y'all make a documentary. <laughs> 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 Wait, let me try to plug. Let me try to plug my nose. Uh, I'm Elizabeth Holmes from Stanhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. It was absolutely the worst part. It was like she opened her mouth, and I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh gosh, Circa, you got anything else? Any other? What's her psychological diagnosis? That's so funny. I was just about to say something about that. Okay, so good. maybe, maybe it's the psychology of me. But do you guys think she was a narcissist or had some mental disorder to where she just didn't think she could fail at all? She was just too big of an ego in her mind. So like, so like a lot of, like I'm sure you know, but like, eighty percent of CEOs have some sort of psycho- psychopathy in them. You know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was narcissism and psychopathy like mixed. Okay. Basically, yeah, I would agree. But- I didn't really think. Of- she got to a point I didn't think where she gave up. Just mentioned it, but it was all. Aren't there like, uh, aren't there like really subtle versions of Aspergers and things like that that people can have where they're like act kind of normal, like that? But like they're just you really, can, yeah. like they're really. Uh, I don't know if the, she showed the symptoms or not, but it, it seemed more than just narcissism, like delusional narcissism. Nar- I like. Yeah, I feel like a, even a narc, even the uh, a pretty big narcissist would have given up at some point and not completely lied to like everyone they don't though that's the thing like they pretty much just don't do it like they have they don't they're not like able to like show guilt and stuff like that exactly. like, they don't feel guilt or anything like they literally just lie and lie and lie and that's she was a pathological liar like there's yeah, obviously something definitely. wrong in her mind yeah because even under oath she played she played she pleaded not guilty yeah like, yeah, and she she uh, she kept blatantly lying. Like we've never diluted blood. And it's like, yes, you did. Exactly. <laughs> Here's the fact. Yeah. And all her employees exactly. were like, yes, we've been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And she's like, we never used any other machines. We only use the Edison. It's like, no, we bought these machines from yeah. other companies like Siemens and things. So, exactly. So, I mean, there's something wrong with her head for sure. Um, but, I mean. Cool. So, kind of aware are they yeah. now? I did a little bit of research. Uh, according to an article by Mashable, which was about published about two days ago, uh, they have a court hearing for April 22nd. And um, they could spend up to 220 years in prison each. 
That is Elizabeth. Oh, oh my yeah, god. Elizabeth and her uh and her business <clears throat> partner Sonny, the Indian guy. They're they're yes, both her ex yes, ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Walker, that. Well, yeah, because they they got nine counts of wire fraud and like five counts of conspiracy <laughs> to commit wire fraud. Oh, no. Okay, and so do any investors get their money back, or are they just screwed? Uh, they're screwed as as long as like the money's gone, they don't get money back. Yeah. But, okay. Hey, yeah. one, I I don't know why I always don't end up on the exact legal side of things like this, but listen. She convinced people to invest in her. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree. I mean, they're kind of dumbasses, right? And like, shame on you, companies, you idiots. <laughs> Walgreens. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, like, to her, just for her to spend two hundred twenty years in prison for this is stupid. I mean, she kind of won. Like, it's kind of like that dude that built Google and Facebook. I mean, like, bro, he won. Like, your company's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> the problem is that she lied and then kept lying and kept lying, even though she so. Knew and I feel lying. like businesses like, have a due responsibility for due diligence to see through those lies. Like, there's. There's a there's a layer of secrecy that they could not see. Then you don't invest. That's called hey, I'm no, either no. going to see what I'm investing in. If you can't show it to me, then I don't invest in you. Well, and so they, that, they when made you it, see a product like that, if you see a product like that that can potentially completely turn the world upside yeah. down, you're so, going to invest. And she's telling you that it's that it's okay. Then you're going to invest. So there's got to be red flags. Like you have to pay attention. You're like. Hey, I want to see the machine. Well, letting... here's the machine. Well, test my blood. Well, I can't. Okay, well, <laughs> you don't get, you don't get my money. Well, they made a they made a you No, know, you see they did that. Did you see the part where they would put it in the machine then some scientists would come back in and Yeah, because the, they would leave the room for like 20 results. or 30 minutes. I'd be like, "Hey, exactly. why am I leaving the room?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, what's yeah. going on? What are you doing to my blood? I just kind of want to see the machine work. But they did make it that point. What I'm saying is that she went to so many levels of lying. She went to, to so many levels of lying that if you're an investor with a product like that, you're just going to. And they, they no, made a point to say bad they investors. Made, they're bad. Yeah. They, yeah. Made a, oh, they no. made a point to say, like, even the initial investor in Tesla and, and all these companies, he even said at a at that point in a startup, investing in it is kind of just like shooting your shot. Like there's really no data to, to back it up at all. Yeah, so you you already think you're going to lose some of the money anyway. I mean, you're investing something that you know you might lose all your money anyway. I mean, it's yeah. high risk. Yeah. High risk, high reward. Yeah, but I feel like they they were investing more based off the lies that she kept telling Yeah. Them. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, throw her fi- throw her five investment. years in prison. And, you know, that seems about five fair. Years? It was Listen, hundreds of millions. Five of years. Are the are the companies not five liable? They are stupid. Walgreens is dumb. <laughs> They're dumb. Well, so is she. Yeah, I think you guys are both right. I think for the company, it's a win. If you think of Verizon or was it AT and T with the iPhone, if you're the first one, you're gonna win big. But also. If you like, you got to look at the data, you got to look at the employees and what's coming out about them. Because if you invest like that, I mean, you deserve to get punished with the loss of your money, yeah. And like, so from a money standpoint, if the money is gone, 
the investors don't have anything to give to get back. Where who's going to pay them back if I would never give those exactly. people money back. I would no, never. But but just from a logistics standpoint, if I take their money and I go spend it on Edison's that are now worthless, that money is gone. Like Who's going to pay these investors yeah. back to government? Why did your dumbass buy so many Edisons when you couldn't see one that worked? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is that, Noah, to your point, a lot of the money that the investors are going supposed to get back is not there anymore. It's been wasted. I get that. I'm not saying – I feel like if the money was there, then – No, they did. Up, okay, so like if, if the money is still there, they go in order from who gave the most and who gave first and all this stuff. Yeah. So, like, if you're the last, yeah. if you're the I last smoke, you're probably you're probably uh, out of luck. But you have to pay. But I think Dad disagrees with that sentiment. That even if they had the money, they don't deserve. Well, it back. yeah, I get that. But then where would it go? You know, you might as well give it back if it's there. So I think it goes to the well, person okay. that earned it. Well, if she's exactly. in prison, then it's, then it's like, just sitting somewhere in a getting yeah. eaten by rats. Like <laughs> that's ridiculous. He's in. And, and you have to think again. If she racked up a lot of like liabilities with creditors and things like that, like took a lot of debt out that money has to be paid off to the creditors first before any investors pay. yeah so you gotta think about that too so i i you know she's guilty i'm not trying to let her off but like i don't i don't have i'm not i don't have a soft spot for anybody that invested now that's different from like the yeah that's the, the people that were screwed by bernie madoff you know that i don't know if that would have been harder to detect because it's not like a tangible product but, like, people that were screwed by this girl, you kind of deserve it. You know, maybe you get back 10 cents on the dollar if you're lucky. But other than that, you deserve it. The rest of the money should go to charity or to a business school to help make students in the world better business people or something. Mm. I'll so, agree with that. So to counter what you were saying, Dad, I hope I can call you Dad. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so to counter that, if – if you're going to let the money go to the criminal, then why am I not to say fuck it? And we can believe that. I don't know if we're allowed to cuss on no, here. No, we can't. But, of course. You're so good. why can't we? Why don't I say fuck it? Go embezzle or go do commit fraud. Go to jail for five years. Hope I don't, you know, get molested or raped and then come out with a couple million dollars <laughs> waiting for me at the end. That's that sounds point. like a great deal to me. That's hey, man, listen. I, why I, go to college when I can go to jail for free and then come out? Yeah, hey, that's, that's just called sitting it out, bro. <laughs> Like there's plenty of people that weigh the time that you have to spend in jail versus the fine that you have to pay. And you're like, Hey, I'll just sit it out. Like I've had servers that are like, Hey, Daniel, I owe like eight grand. I'm going to go sit it out for 30 days. That's more than I'd make waiting tables. I'm like, bro, that's pretty good math. I'll see you in about 30 days. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I guess I, I, I agree with you that when you, when you ask that question, it, it sounds crappy too. So that's obviously not the answer that I'm going for. But I would like to shine some light on the fact that I think these companies and these investors, I think their ignorance is, is maybe not equally liable, but should be very liable for their for the actions and for the losses of the income. Because there's a lot of ignorance. There's a lot of lack of due diligence. There's a lot of laziness going on in these people that are doing investing and these people that are in accounts payable. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Cool. That was a good point. Uh, that was a great wrap up. I have a couple of interesting facts to just kind of close it out. Um, cool. So, Sonny and Elizabeth Holmes lived in a mansion about six miles from the company, and that was completely paid for by the company. Yeah, mm. thought that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, mm. And mm. Appar- <laughs> apparently, her 
uh, one employee said her deep voice was uh, allegedly fake. It sounds yeah, so like someone, no, yeah. yeah, so someone said when she was drunk at a party one time, her real voice came out and it was much higher. What? That's the most shocking thing I've heard from the documentary. (laughs) Yeah, for reals. That was ridiculous. Are you serious? Yeah, so, yeah, apparently this is what an employee described as, like, her voice was a lot higher. No way. Maybe she'd be sexier if she would use her real voice. But when I start drinking, my voice gets higher, I think, so who knows? Your eyes get your eyes get lower. (laughs) Yeah, my, my left eye is almost closed. (laughs) (laughs) well it's because whenever i look at girls they think i'm winking at them yeah so yeah it's pretty genius if you ask me yeah (laughs) does that work out for you (laughs) almost never (laughs) all right cool uh so did we land on the moon no (laughs) (laughs) all right hope you have some explaining after that Absolutely. Hey, has anybody else landed on the moon besides America? <laughs> I think Russia did, hey, we, didn't they? I think Russia did. I don't know. They put a dog up there. The I know we put a I know they put they put Fifi up there, the dog. Yeah. That's, that's not true. the name I think, but <laughs> I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw but China is trying to race us again to or are trying to race us to the moon right now. They're calling it the second space race. Really? Because we haven't put a man on the moon in 20 years or since we put the Neil Armstrong ever. and all them up there. Ever, ever. We'll, we'll get into do that. We even, we'll get into that. <laughs> do we even care about going to – it doesn't seem like we care about going there. Do we? Uh, the vice we president just came out and told NASA they have four to six years, which NASA said wasn't possible because they were planning on eight years as their time frame. How is it See, not possible? That's, that's why. How is it not possible? I could, no, I could have those years mixed up, but – all I know is the vice president told them that they need to rush it two years. So, see, it should, they should be doing it today. If we already went. In six no, like today. No, yeah. today. Like yeah. tomorrow. A they, should, they have the map. Hey, hey what's in it? What's in they it for me? What? <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you get to have the satisfaction of being the company that made it to the moon first. And we've already said we've been there. We'll, we'll beat the Chinese. Yeah, we'll beat them. Which uh, we barely, <laughs> barely ever do. You know, like national pride and stuff, like rah-rah. Rah-rah. <laughs> That's perfect. Well put. Thanks. Also, it's also. It's the perfect introduction to Space Force. Also, you get to see what the moon looks like, Dad. That's pretty cool. Or you get to see the inside of a movie studio where it looks like the moon. Exactly. <laughs> movie studio for sure. Why does Pence care if we're on the moon in two years? Because he has nothing else to do, I bet. That guy just yeah. sits there with his thumb up his butt. That That's guy right. is the only reason that I don't want Trump to get impeached. <laughs> I think it's the only reason Trump hasn't been assassinated. <laughs> and now we got now we got NSA fun. listening into this podcast. Welcome, NSA. Oh, well, we're past that point. We've made plenty of Trump talk on this. <laughs> the Catholics hate me, too. Yes. Yeah. God, we can't. I was so glad last time that we went the whole time talking about Michael Jackson and not a Catholic joke was made. That was fantastic. <laughs> I was so proud of y'all. Yeah. Don't expect that every time. So I don't think that Neil deGrasse Tyson knows shit about the moon. 
He's Excuse my language, but he doesn't know shit about if we went there or if we did. He's talking about yeah, his ass. How would he? Have yeah, dude, he said. reached deep. To, he just pulled that stuff out of his ass. Yeah, I know what it sounds like to like just pull stuff out of your ass, and he was definitely doing. He it, it was like everything was so vague. He didn't have any sort of explanation for anything. He was just like, "Oh, I don't yeah. have." It, he answered with questions. His one answer was like, "I don't have evidence. I don't have all the evidence." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay, no one does, but that's the point. <laughs> Is that I mean, but but like the conspirators actually do have a little bit of like evidence. You know, they have some some content to back their argument yeah dude but he's so, just answering questions what did y'all think about the video out. where he's bouncing around and then he bounces past the dude. the astronaut on the moon and that he bounces do you mean the one where it looks like he's on yes string? the string one and the one yeah. where he bounces yeah or like he bounces trampoline. by the flag and then it moves moves yeah, yeah. he literally had said that yeah he's, he's like possible. there's no wind in space and then joe joe rugger is brilliant with this he was like so is there yeah. when in space he got that whole answer and then showed him this video and it was like, Hey, so what yeah. about this? And he was like, Oh yeah, wait, maybe <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson said, maybe some dust kicked up and hit it. Oh yes, my gosh. I wanted to and throw up. Like, well, I feel like we would have seen that much. Dust. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Like dust out. particles moved the flag. Oh my God. Joe Rogan does say now that we did land on the moon though. He believes it. Yeah, he does. He does believe it, but he also is very sympathetic to the conspiracy theorists out there. Cause he, partly yeah, because yeah. he used to be one and partly because he thinks, hey, a lot of the questions they're asking are kind of legit. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's not something I wouldn't ask, you know? So I mm-hmm. feel like I'm the only one defending us landing on the moon right now. And for me, <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest point is technology. I think that's the biggest question. Like, do we have the technology to actually do it? So how could we go from nuclear energy and tearing apart a nuclear core and then not be able to land on the moon yeah so that i feel like it's just two that, different that things. was neil degrasse tyson's main point is that you can actually see the trajectory of the rocket leave earth get to the moon come back from the moon to earth and so so but no sorry, keep going. so did did we see the the astronauts even in that rocket he that's what Joe yeah Logan well he of. said you saw the astronaut get out of the rocket and go into it yeah well you also saw results from the theranos but, <laughs> but yeah it's like it, it all could be made up it's ridiculous so one argument for we did land on the moon is that on the moon they said every shadow is parallel so it all points in the same every shadow points in the same direction to a single yeah, point. Yeah. So a studio a studio light studio lighting couldn't do that. The only thing that could do that is the actual sun. How could you not? You just have one source of light from one uh, from the exact well, I don't, I don't I'm not How a videographer, but they said that the uh, um, I think Stanley Kubrick could do it who? to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who? That. Stanley Kubrick. Who's Stanley Kubrick? He's the one who's like he's the one who's theorized to actually have made it and directed he it. He what? Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, what did he do? What did he do? He's the one that's he's a director. Like if if <laughs> it, it was a film, then he's the director. Okay, what else did he do? Eyes wide shut. Huh? He did eyes wide shut. A clockwork. Yeah. 
I need to do the Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's always yeah. titties in his yeah. movies. Oh, Space Odyssey, 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> so another another big Neil deGrasse Tyson point was uh, that if the government's not very good at hiding things, so if it was a hoax, then it would have been out by now. What okay, hey, so that's what I kind of all the employees that would have needed to that's make the one film. I agree with, Christian. I mean, like, dude, there's like tens of thousands NASA employees. I mean, like, there would have to be so many people that kept their word and then didn't say anything. Like, it's just not that part. You not don't possible. have to tell guys. It's out without... right now. Like, the, we're talking about it right now. Yeah, though. but we don't know and anything. You don't have to tell every single NASA worker. You can keep it a secret. Man, did y'all see that movie with those those five black it. women that worked in NASA? They were brilliant. I yeah, but they were it. also getting paid by the government. That was also a movie. All of them that are government. Yeah, employees. but they were real people. Yeah, I know, but still, I mean, that's not all factual as well. But like, literally, you can, you don't have to tell all ten thousand NASA employees. Yeah, like what you're doing at all. They don't all, all you need have to do is keep it a high secret, clearance. and then you record all that stuff without them even knowing. So they think, along with everyone else in the country, that yeah. the moon landing happened. It's the They're same in the exact. same audience. But all these yeah. employees are They've the brightest of the bunch everything. from their universities. How would they? How would they get? How would they be given fake math or fake? You know, something to you know get them on the scent to where they don't actually know what's going on. If they actually, you, know, you can't fake math. We're doing calculations all, and physics and stuff like that. Theoretical. All of that math was theoretical. We had never made it to the moon. All the math was theoretical. So they just thought that they got all the right numbers. <laughs> All of it was because we've never been to the moon. How did they're they so that? passionate that about it? <laughs> Dude, yeah, we didn't know that we could the... slingshot around the moon and return one of the, what was it, Apollo, whatever, and bring it back. But it worked because they were smart enough in order to come up with a pretty good hypothesis. Uh, yeah, exactly. But that's exactly it. It's a hypothesis. So how could they know that they actually like? That's just what I'm saying. Like, they could have been the math could have totally been wrong, and they would just have no idea if it were fake. Mm. I'd, possibly, I'm saying, possibly, because it's all and, theoretical math. You've never been to the moon, and, so how do you know the real math yeah. to get there? And it seemed like a lot of smart people were deceived at the Theranos company too. Yeah, that's why. But saying. all the that's smart people were silenced or pushed out of the company. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Neil deGrasse Tyson. His thing was only three people knew about the Qu- the Clinton Lewinsky incident, and mm-hmm. that and that even got out. So like he just, I yeah, love he, that point. Actually. He has that no. He has no trust that the government could keep a secret that big. That was a great point. Oh, no. I, I couldn't argue that. I'm oh, pretty that sure they keep secrets, like, every damn day. Like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we don't know know half the secrets that they know. See, I agree. I think if they told us everything, everything, like, you know, Joe and Sandy down the street that make yeah. 50000 a year, would they would just freak out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, why is this? any different than all the other secrets that the government could be keeping from us. Like aliens. Exactly. <laughs> That's another thing. Circa, are aliens real? No, I don't think so. Really? Oh. I could get into <laughs> some really big physics talk about it, but I don't want to stretch it because it's going to take a couple minutes. <laughs> my, my question to y'all is, what do you guys think the most viable conspiracy theory is out there what do you think the what do you think is the number one where you say you know that could actually be real what? that the, like it could be real that we did land on no the he's saying, just any he's saying out of all the conspiracy theories which one has the most backbone to it mm, that's a good question exactly. 
Well, that's a great question. But I mean, my thing is that there's so many that just build up. Like there's so many different theories that it just makes, I don't know, it kind of just builds into one idea that you think it actually didn't happen. I th- like there's just so I much. I think I think I the mean, alien one is up there. I think the moon landing one is up there. I just aliens to me. Are we talking all conspiracies? Yeah. Like, so kind of what kind of what I'm getting into is why do you guys think there's so many conspiracy theories then? Because I think that we have so many conspiracy theories because people just don't they're not very educated in that subject mm-hmm. or they don't they don't know something like yeah. that or they saw something they can't explain. So obviously the human mind and again sorry psychology. The human mind is going to try and construe something that gives them an explanation of what they saw. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like a conspiracy is a different way to think about something that we previously that everyone just accepts. And I feel like true. some people like, I don't necessarily see it. Some people are more inclined to believe in conspiracies than other than other people. Yeah, yeah. I think I, think I usually don't. I don't know if it's a belief, but more of an interest. I think a lot of the people that say they believe is just more. They just say it because like they know about it and are really interested about it and think that it would be cool if it was actually true. I don't know if it's actually fully convinced, but I feel like it's more of an interest and infatuation for the idea of a conspiracy. I like that. I don't know if it's yeah. I don't know if it's true uh, conviction on, on their part. But by, by I think uh, I think it's just one of the best conspiracy theories out there that's like a hundred percent surefire is Bigfoot. What you yeah. think so? I think you think, <laughs> you think there's a Have Bigfoot? <laughs> that film was made <laughs> up. It was a costume. <laughs> Christian. Have you seen? Have you, yeah, Bigfoot. dude. Have y'all seen that show on Nat Geo, dude? They yeah. saw him. They saw Sasquatch. Yeah, but why haven't they found him? <laughs> well, yeah. No, dude. Circo. Circo. It, it just so happens that they didn't have their camera at that time. And who who watches that show? Like, hey, tune in next week. We might find him. <laughs> dude. Hey guys, we need to find him this week. The suspense week, is killer, though. man. It's like a lot of seasons of that damn show, too. Yeah. Like, Hey, season like finale, we, we got a idiots. picture from someone. I'm going to be so mad if some guy made like $9 million trying to find Bigfoot that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good question, Circo. You have favorite conspiracy theories? So there is one that I'm really interested in, and it was in these Russian mountains, and the Russian government just opened a reinvestigation. It was in, like, 1950, 1950 or something like that, and they found these frozen dead bodies about a mile away from their tent camp Game of Thrones. with no shoes, minimum clothes, and they found out that their tent had been cut open from the inside. So these people had cut open their tent and ran away in the middle of the night. And nobody knows why. Nobody has no explanation. They have, they just have no idea. And so they just reopened the investigation. So if there's a conspiracy out there, could be Yetis out there. We don't know, but I'm really <laughs> Yetis. Those are, yeah, that's a good one too. Or just Putin's up to some weird stuff over there. Could be. Could be. He's always doing that. He likes the man love with the Donald. All right. So <laughs> all. <I'm- laughs> All in favor. All in favor. All in favor. Don't go to Russia. It's a weird place. <laughs> Dad, there was no collusion. <laughs> what the hell's collusion? Mueller is not even true. That's is. not even true. Mueller said so. They, no, he said Mueller, either. Mueller said the legal guilty. term that he wasn't guilty or innocent. Mueller. Okay, look. His, Mueller. Cam- his campaign manager. <laughs> Dude, Trump. Everyone Trump. associated with him, Trump and his three sons, 
are all linked to freaking Russian mobster campaign riggers. Did y'all watch the Did y'all watch <laughs> the latest uh, John Oliver? Late night with John Oliver on HBO. No, he was. I saw it. He was like uh, showing all these clips of these Fox News people saying uh, that Donald Trump was exonerated, and like <laughs> everyone kept saying it over and over and over. And then the document literally says, "This does not exonerate him." <laughs> <laughs> it was classic. <laughs> classic. That's so funny. Oh, I can't stand stuff. that guy. All right, all in favor? If we landed on the moon, say aye. All right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. That's either. clever. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm All right, so we're back to square one. I what think up? it's weird that we had this huge space program, and it was uber successful, and they were like, hey, we're just going to lay out for 30 years. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. What, what's going on? That's what I'm So seeing. Neil deGrasse Tyson said on why expir- space exploration ended, one might have been money, money related, um, or two. The only reason we went in the first place was because we were at war with Russia, and we did it to end that war. So now, like the motivation was gone to go. I say, okay, I have a theory now. <laughs> I say the government paid off, paid off all this. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and to oh yeah. Secret. So then we had no more, we Moving had no off. more money to go to the moon because we paid off all the scientists. Because we paid off everyone. We paid off everyone to keep the team. No, that is Prove real. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove me wrong. We'll see, we'll see soon if we can go back to the moon or to the first time. Either way. Oh, my gosh. Prove me wrong. I think that by the time Christian and I are getting up there in age, for the right amount of money, we'll be able to go to the moon. Well, I don't want to go, dude. Unless it's, made of- for the right amount of money. <laughs> Unless it's made out of, like, Parmesan cheese. I've got, I've got two philosophies for technology in my life. If I don't have a personal jetpack by 60 and be on the moon by 80, then science has failed me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I think both those are doable. I think it's doable. Yeah. Is the moon made out of cheese? No. Hey, but I do. <laughs> hey, y'all, have you ever seen like a, a wheel of Parmesan cheese? You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. Parmesan. Those yeah. things are over like thousands of dollars. Wow. Like they are super expensive because it's like a... a uber intensive process to make parmesan cheese it takes a lot of time i buy the that's, i buy the craft could, grated for like three bucks and yeah, 48 cents <laughs> yeah and, hey you could also substitute cream. a cardboard box and just grate that <laughs> and it has similar flavors no. it did say it, it did say sawdust in the ingredients i just yeah I, yeah i went past that is this taco bell yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh all right um well we're getting close so i guess our last uh, little topic is uh should Americans get a thousand dollars a month for the rest of their life? So I'm gonna be honest. I I didn't watch the video, but y'all go ahead. Okay, so because <laughs> anyone want to give a synopsis, Dad? Did you watch it? Do you have an understanding? Of- so I did watch it. I'll, I'll kind of tell you what I thought was interesting. The interesting thing about it was it's not as unfathomable as I thought it would. Like when I first listened to the video, right. what? That's a very yeah. true. I if doing. I first listened to the video before I listened to it, I'm like, oh man, that's a really bogus. Like, who? No one would do anything. It, we would just be throwing money at nothing. That would just jack the world up. But then once he went over the cost, like it really didn't cost as much as I thought it would cost, and kind of be like a tax incentive. It's like a twelve thousand dollar year. It's like instead of taking 
Instead of giving someone $24,000 a year in tax credit, you give them $36,000 a year in tax credit. That's kind of $1,000 a month. So it really didn't add up to a lot. And then, you know, they're all in favor of the trickle-down economics. So you put more money in people's pockets. They spend more on products, which helps the unemployment and kind of, I I do feel it like does trickle down in that way. But then the other side of me says, well, Man, what if like people just start charging more money for products? So yeah, everyone gets a thousand dollars more, but what if rent goes up forty percent and groceries go up thirty percent? Then there's mm. really not much money left for people. And That's so a great yes, point. So the businesses, no. the businesses are ultimately the ones that win. And is that necessarily a bad thing? Because maybe that increases wages. So I don't know how people can forecast all of that. I guess is what I came up with. So so, um, in economics. It's, it's basically a fact that as demand goes up, the market price of goods will go down. So if, there, if your demand for a good is going up, then the price for it will go down. So That's actually, antithesis, right? The That's the anti- No, it's if it's supply goes up. That, I'm an SI. Or no, no, it is. Yeah, no, as demand yeah, goes well, up. Yeah, well, Caleb, I'm not a dumbass. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. I'll see you in supply. I'll see you in supply. But yeah, so the price would go up, but you're also getting more money so it would just be equivalent anyway yeah so like the 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 theory is it it ends up helping out businesses more than it helps out the individual i guess is where i was leading to which might make it something that you could actually sell to the businesses so is well, this yeah, okay good is this like does everyone have their own salaries based on the job and the government gives them a yes. thousand or is it just everyone gets yes so this this andrew yang guy was running for dem i had two questions the first one. Which one? First one. <laughs> everyone gets everyone eighteen and up gets a thousand dollars, and no matter it. what, no salary, no or matter anything. what, even if he makes five hundred thousand dollars. No salary. No. No. You you can have a job. On you top, can go get a job okay. or you something. You get twelve thousand dollars no matter what. Ah. So basically, one of the main points about it is that uh, the average American household right now cannot afford a sudden three to four hundred dollar in charge right now. So by yeah. giving them that safety net, the idea is that it provides them with that economic security to where they can start spending more money and start spending it more wisely. Okay. That's but what if they just sure. save? Like, what if everyone just decides to save? I think you're, you're, you're severely un- underestimating the discipline or lack thereof <laughs> that America has. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, like when people, yeah, that's, that's so people spend more money when they get paid. Listen, you know who, this is what Dave Chappelle says. He says that the companies that would win from this would be KFC and Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's that was Reagan's whole idea with trickle down economics is you were going to give the companies more money. And so they were supposed to reinvest that back in society. Right. But they just ended up keeping all of it, which I know that's different between consumers and firms. But I mean, it's almost it, like still trickle up economics. It is trickle up. That's what he said. He said it was trickle okay, up. Okay, cool. Economics. I thought yeah, I thought I just coined a new term. I was about to trademark. I was no. about to trademark that. <laughs> he said in the video. No, he was saying in the video. <laughs> I was about to get my copyright lawyer on the phone. So, like, Caleb. Caleb. So one of the things that I walked away AP, with. They're in AP. Is, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. The uh, so like in AP economics, our teacher said that on Fridays on paydays people will like go to a restaurant instead of ordering water which would normally be free they'll order a coke just because it's like they got paid and so they have that extra money so they feel yeah okay with 
paying more for that stuff. So I think that same, like on a larger scale, that's a small scale of it, but on a larger scale, that same attitude will be consistent. No, I, I agree. I think I think people will yeah. spend it. I'm just saying there could be a possibility that maybe people might be smarter with their money and then it could have an adverse yeah. effect. Yeah. So what I was saying yeah. is I think the guy was incredibly intelligent, but he's just too young and he doesn't have any background. If you look at Beto in Texas, great ideas, you know, great visionary, but he didn't actually win. So the, mm-hmm. the yeah. ability for this guy to act, you know, it's a great theory, in, you know, in concept, but he's never actually going to be able to implement this for, you know, decades, even if he can. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if he legitimately wants to run for president. I think he's running for president yeah. to get this information out and to, like, start some sort of discussion and maybe, I don't know, increase his popularity among whatever. But, I mean, Trump, Trump ran on build the wall. So I like, think it's admirable what he's doing. He's, he's shining light on something that people aren't thinking about. And it's coming soon. Like, winter yeah. is coming. Like, Yeah. Hey, man, I just hope that he taps into a smarter part of America that's been incredibly lethargic and that might wake up and do something. Yeah. You got to talk. You got to talk about something before you do it. At least his ideas are fresh and exciting and they show care for concerns for others. Uh, Mm -hmm. So some some stuff that I wrote down about it, only 32 percent of Americans graduate from college. That seems super low to me. I think it's going to be lower in the next 15 to 20 years, too. Oh, I think so, too. I think that's just going down. Um, 30% of malls are closing in the next four years. I think I think Absolutely. more than that. Online I shopping. Yeah, I think more. Um, his big thing was truck drivers. So there's like three and a half million truck drivers out there. It's the most common job in 29 states. Yeah, they'll be out of work hmm. in two years. Three yeah, years. so that's his biggest thing for universal basic income. It's like, Joe Rogan was asking him, so why can't you just train them for other jobs, right? And like, Because they know how to drive a truck. That's yeah. all they know how to do. Yeah, so his rebuttal was like, they didn't like school in the first place. Like, why yeah. are they going to go back and go to a yeah. class and learn about And, like, there are people out there that think, okay, yeah, we'll just take all the truckers and, like, turn them into coders and, like, computer software engineers. <laughs> it's like, no, dude. Like, they don't want to do that. Um, and he, he mentioned that government retraining programs – in the past have had a success rate between zero and 15 percent yeah i thought that was interesting so the big counter to that christian is that every you there did we lose him yeah (laughs) yeah i think so that was about to be interesting i feel like yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay are we, so, so, are we there? Am okay, I there? Yeah, Hello? Yeah, you're yeah. back. You're back. Okay, go yeah, ahead. yeah. Oh, sorry. My mom called me, guys. Really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> really embarrassing. <laughs> She's probably going to call me back and be mad at me because I hung up really fast. Hey, dude, so, let her on. Put her on. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying, Christian, is the big counter to that is every time there's a big revolution, like the Industrial Revolution, so before that, no one even thought of a factory job. Nobody could even you know rationalize that as something but that became the majority of the jobs for the people that were low skill and stuff like that so even though these truckers right now that can't imagine a job in the future even though they have low skills there's going to be a job opening due to automation and things of that that's going to open up due to that for them to fill yeah no that's a great point and an interesting an interesting thing is the average age of a truck driver is somewhere in, in the 50 49 years. i think old so yeah, so, I mean, they're going to be retired soon right. anyway, most of them. 
Well, I mean, do they have retirement, or they? I guess they're banking on Social Security. I think they just need to go back to trade school and learn how to drive a freaking drone. Because instead of people driving <laughs> trucks, they're going to be driving drones. And so, why don't they just learn how to drive drones? Yeah. So uh, there, I just saved the world. <laughs> now let's take that money, that twelve thousand dollars we were going to give every person, and drop it down to five thousand, <laughs> and just call it. They get five thousand dollars a year, and then they get free health care for everybody. Mm. Let's do it. Interesting. All uh, we have to, all we have to do is make the sale of marijuana and gambling <laughs> legal. <laughs> Take our national taxes and take all of that that's, money. I mean, that's, that's a lot of freaking money, man. Yeah. And we just pay for everything through that. It just works. It's yeah, but doable. Then, but then we're, our healthcare costs are going up because of all the deaths from marijuana. Oh, no. no, no one's gonna, <laughs> Who no one's has died from marijuana? Dad, Not that's, nobody. The, that's the joke. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow, that went over nobody. everyone's head. <laughs> Um, I also thought it was cool that Alaska already gives everyone anywhere from one to two thousand dollars per year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot residents in Alaska basically already get universal basic income, and they fund it with oil money. Mm. So we just fund it. So like, there's an example out there. I mean, and he says it's only going to cost one point eight trillion dollars to do that. Only, only, and also, uh, also. The India is trying to do that as well. Oh my God, India's got a That's billion so people. Wow. Oh, yeah, God. they're trying to give like seven thousand, whatever their currency is. Like that's what their current president is trying to do. I don't know if it'll happen, good but luck. that's what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah hey good, Christian, yeah. I would like to study more about it. I guess that's what I walked away thinking too. Like, I couldn't believe that I actually walked away thinking, man, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think Joe Rogan was the same. He. He didn't like it at first, and then he's been he's become more open to it. So I think a lot of people are kind of in that boat where I, universal yeah, basic income he, has this like weird reputation for being something like, oh, they're trying to like take over and like I don't know whatever people well, think. So but, I I wasn't thinking I wasn't thinking of monthly payments, but when you think about it, like in monthly payments, it makes a lot more sense, right? That people would spend it like that. Well, I'll just ask the government. I was I'm just gonna ask just the think- government for like. All my fifty years up front. So, <laughs> so I want like six hundred thousand. Put it all on red. Hey, what if we could like? Does that maybe that does does it help eliminate food stamps and like supplemental apartment housing and stuff like that, or does that penalize them if we pay them the money so what, and then take away so what, the the crutches that they have right now? See, I think what what he was saying is if you're given $700 worth of food stamps, then you're only getting $300 a month. So it's equaling oh, out. So, if you're so you add up all your government benefits. If that's more than $1,000, then you don't get anything. If it's right. less than $1,000. You only go up to right. Exactly, right. yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. Interesting. I, don't I mean, I, I'm, if someone's going to give me $1,000 a month, I'm not going to tell them no. <laughs> I'll take it. It would have a positive effect on my life. <laughs> That's booze money. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I think booze. we need something for the future looking forward because Social Security is going to run out by the time I'm able to collect yeah. it. So we yeah. definitely need some form of a change. Dude, I know. Yeah, I was so sure. mad I had to pay into Social Security this year. I'm like, I'm not going to see any of that. I'm funding some Joe Schmo who's like 80 years old. 
<laughs> up in Idaho. Yeah, and I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna see it. I don't understand shit. why it's going away if like everyone continues to contribute. Like, what the heck? Well, because so, it's yeah. You can probably explain this better, Sergo. So it's designed for the baby boomers after World War II, and the problem is that if you look at the graphs, in about 20 to 30 years, there's going to be more money going out, being paid out, than there is going to be coming from taxes and all that income. So it just makes no logical sense to keep it when it's just going to be throwing money in a hole and then pissing off. Can we just lower Social Security payouts between now and then so that the money goes a little farther? I mean, like, how the hell are we going to pay every every person $1,000 a month if we can't even freaking afford to pay people their Social Security money when we have people continuing to pay into Social Security? So, I mean, try it's going to come from different sources. So, like, average Social Security payment per month is, like, $1,600, Dad. That's, like, barely enough to live on If you, when you think of rent. Like, obviously, people are supposed to save for retirement, but if they haven't and they're relying on Social Security, $1,600 a month doesn't get you very far. So, like, lowering it even more, there are people that will, like, become homeless. Yeah, and try to implement that policy. There'd be a huge uproar. Like, that probably would not get passed just because of this social, like, I don't think anyone would like that at all. Like everyone who uh, is getting social security. Cause it's barely enough to make ends meet as it, it is. I mean, that. it's not, if yeah. people are using it as a retirement, it's not really meant for that. It's meant for like, AIDS. you're supposed to like kind of save on top of that. They didn't even have HIV back then when they started social no, security. No, an AIDS. <laughs> a monetary AIDS. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Noah, come on. <laughs> Cool, guys. Anyone have anything else? Any other thoughts on any of those three topics? That was fantastic discussion, I thought. Yeah, that was amazing. That was great. Yeah, I just want to it. say thank you all for the honor of coming, uh, yes. especially with a huge following and population base. I can't believe that I got time with y'all. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, I know. We had to squeeze you in. You were in between Barack Obama and, <laughs> and, Bob, and Bob Marley. We'll see him next yeah, week. Yeah, he's a special guest coming on next week. <laughs> and uh, my final thought was you guys need to bring some advertisements onto this so you guys can start getting paid. Yes, that's a, that's a great point. That's, yeah. that's the best thing you've said all day. Good Even point. if you don't get sponsored, just make something up. Yeah. Uh, so I know we have a lo- 10 minutes of five, five minutes of da- dad's nuggets. What is it called? Daniel's it's nuggets. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel's nuggets. And I don't know if I have five minutes, but I okay. do want to bring everyone in and – on the kind of the conversation we had two or three shows ago and Christian Hill has been posing to this group that the talent on American Idol is greater than (laughs) the talent on the voice. All right. So for the audience there, Daniel loves the voice. He thinks it is and has been one of the greatest television shows the in the past 15 years. And it just continues to amaze me. And there's been a couple of times that I didn't like the way America voted and I threatened to boycott, but it still always sucked me back then. <laughs> I thought American Idol jumped the shark and then it changed networks. And so when Christian first said that he thought that American Idol talent was greater than The Voice, I was like, heck no, but he's sending all these dang YouTube videos. And I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, there's that that one dude that's singing that Sam Smith song. Yeah, like, dude. He was singing, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's good. And then he went in that head voice, so I'm yeah. like, damn. Yes, <laughs> dude. I said that out loud in the 
car, man. I'm like, okay, <laughs> he is saying, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but I'm still not going to give up. I I think that when we pick our top fives, that the voice will be better talent than American Idol. But you have piqued my interest. Uh, but for the sake of Daniel's Nuggets, I want to do a little bit of uh, judges <laughs> review, like who the judges are. All right. And I think if you could determine, a, I think there's an easy winner if you compare the judges. All right. So first, absolutely, I want to go, I want to go on, let's do um, the voice. We'll do all the voice judges. All right. So we have, um, let's see, where am I? On The Voice, who do we have? We have Kelly Clarkson. All right. If you guys have not seen, first of all, it's Kelly's second year or third year. She's won two out of the past three years. I don't know why she's not making a big deal of that. She's a champion. Uh, she was the first American Idol winner. But for like the past three shows, I want to tell you that she's looked like a damn Easter egg. I don't know if y'all have watched any of the shows. <laughs> she but is, her she's, pastel game is yeah, on point. She is an Easter egg, man. And it's it's not Easter yet, but I look at her and I think <laughs> like the Cadbury egg, man. Like I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell the girl is wearing. Um but like she really wore she wore on me like the first year, but I mean she wins and she's really, really good and like kind of her I think her weirdness is actually very genuine. So I think she's a great judge. Then we have the 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 haughty Mr. Adam Levine, who Suze would <laughs> trade me in for Broken. right now. And it was my only hope of having a three-way is if he brings his sword to the game because Susan <laughs> oh Susan, Susan isn't going to let me have him one any other way. <laughs> and so that's kind of unfortunate. But I get tired of him dressing like he's 19. He's wearing parachute <laughs> pants. He had, like, orange joggers on yesterday on the show. I'm like, Adam Levine, will you please figure out how to dress? And he's kind of corny. <laughs> All right, then you have a man whose name is Legend. I mean, his name is John Legend, man. Like, and before that, you've had Jennifer Hudson. Before that, you had Miley Cyrus. I mean, there's just been some incredible judges in and out. You have Blake Shelton, who reminds me so much of Nathan Holmberg. Um, they both have big hands, if you know what I mean. Shout out, Big Nate. And uh, they just have they just have a lot of the same mannerisms and things like that. So, I hate country music can't stand the country music but i do think blake shelton's a pretty cool dude and whatever he traded one lady in and got gwen stefani out of it i thought that was kind of a i thought that's kind of a baller move on <laughs> like who really thought blake shelton could pull that off i mean for real right i mean shout out blake even if i did hate you nice one on that man i don't know how you pulled that shit off <laughs> All right, so that kind of that rounds out the voice judges. Then we have American Idol. All right, yeah. Christian, you sent me two videos. And on each one of those, that damn Luke Bryan has the weirdest little girl giggle that bugs the shit out of me. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but he's like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, she's singing. Will you shut up so I can hear her sing? <laughs> what, what, what the heck are you thinking? Come on, bro. Not only is it the wussiest sounding little girl fart I've ever heard in my life, but I want to hear that lady sing. Will you shut the hell up? All right. And then, um, then you got my childhood idol on the other side, Lionel Richie. 
And then Lionel Richie's a judge last year. He is the biggest douchebag. Like I've never met. I don't even know what world he grew up in. Like for me to have idolized him and for him to put out some of the music that he put out, I loved him. But oh my god, I can't even stand. He is the cheesiest, most aloof, non-relatable judge that I have ever believed in. And I thought I would have thought that he was John Legend. I had that much respect for him. So he's been a big letdown. And then Katy Perry. I don't even know what to think. Sometimes I'm like, all right, she kissed a girl. I'm cool with that. And then sometimes she dresses and she looks like a cover girl. I'm like, like I'll even told Ashton. I'm like, Ashton, that girl's absolutely gorgeous. Like, I can't believe what she did with her eyes. And then I look on the show yesterday and she looks like she's on the damn Teletubbies. I'm like, girl, what, what the hell are you wearing? I don't have no idea what the heck you are wearing. Like, it's got a flower. She has a flower pot coming out of her hair. I don't even know what's going on. It's indescribable. And I'm supposed to look through all of these shenanigans and try to find some real talent. So I will put it to a vote on the show vote, but I have to give the advantage to the voice when it comes to the caliber of judges that are put forth to judge the talent in America. I, I appreciate you putting it so unbiasedly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really I'm left it up for a vote there. It's it's factual. Yeah. You know, I, I just I you did you did pros out. and cons for each one. I mean, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was great. That was a good show, boys. Yep. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hey, it was nice to talk to you, man. Thank you all. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Circo. Thanks for coming, Circo. Yeah. All right. Love See you guys. Boys. Peace Bye. and love. Yeah, boys. Peace and love. Cool.